Welcome to Don't Wait to Write with Amber Petty. Today, we're doing a reframe. In my freelance writing for creatives class, I got a really good question of how do I know when it's time to push through and when it's time to rest? This is a really important question because I think for many years, the idea has always been to push through. That when you are procrastinating or not writing enough or not working enough, it's because you are letting your self-doubts get in the way or letting perfectionism get in the way or that you're being lazy and letting that get in the way. But I found that sometimes you're just fucking tired. Today, I'm going to lead you through an exercise to help feel which is which. Because yes, we all have times where we are just procrastinating or we're not working on something because it is a little bit scary or time consuming or all the other reasons. But other times we really do need rest. So here we go. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. And I want you to imagine a project you're working on. Don't choose a dream project or a huge project you haven't started yet. Pick something that you're working on now. This could even be something for work, an essay you just started, or a writing routine you're trying to put into motion. So imagine this project. And when you imagine sitting down to write, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Just the first idea, the first anything. Now think of that project again. Really imagine yourself sitting down to where you work, feel the chair, Feel the keyboard underneath your fingertips. And what's the feeling that comes up when you think about returning to this project? It might not be anything huge. It could be just a little bit of excitement. It could be just a little bit of doubt. It could be a small feeling of dread. Just notice. Generally, if you felt any feelings of excitement or looking forward to your work or the idea lighting you up, as they say nowadays, if any of that happened, well, wonderful. It shows you do really care about this project. It's fun and potentially easy for you. And though you may not feel that feeling every time you sit down to work, the core of your feeling about it is positive. So maybe it is a good thing to, if you're having those little doubts or you're thinking you need to do the laundry before you get started, maybe push through those because you're going to quickly get to the fun of what you're working on. If you felt a feeling of fear... Anything like fear. I don't think you're cowering in the corner with the idea of writing something. 
But if you started thinking things like, is this going to be a waste of time? Who's going to want this anyway? Are you even good enough to do it? If that's the main thing that came up, then that's just your lovely critical voice trying to protect you. I find that whenever I have a kind of feeling or thought that is based in the fear type of spectrum, that's usually a good time to push through. Because that fear feeling, it's not going to change. I could take 10 naps in a vacation to Hawaii, and I'll still feel that kind of fear when I get back. And that's the kind of thing that pushing through even just a little bit to write for five minutes or come up with a list of ideas, all of that helps because it tells your critical voice, hey, you don't get to run the show today. And by working on your writing, you'll start to eventually like it more, see the upside of writing, and not only have all those doubts in the way. So when that feeling is heavy criticism or judgment or a little bit of fear, I think that's a good time to push through gently. Now, if you imagined your project and your feeling was something along the lines of, oh, oh my God, just exhaustion or just a complete lack of feeling around it. If there were no feelings at all, but just a kind of dropping sense of disappointment, then you probably need a break. On the flip side, if it also pushed you into, oh my god, this is just another of 10,000 things I need to do, and you felt really overwhelmed or overworked, and those were the primary feelings, I would also recommend rest. Because in those cases, whether or not your brain is overwhelmed and has a million things or is overwhelmed and then is giving you no emotional response as a way to cope with that, what you really need is to take a break. And by taking a break and resting, which could mean for five minutes to just do something you like, but more often it means getting some sleep, walking away from the computer, doing something else completely, giving yourself permission to do something that's just enjoyable to you, doing any of those things will then help you get back to your work. Because when you try to push through that just completely exhausted or overwhelmed feeling, it's just such a slog. And it doesn't make you want to write more because the whole thing is such a uninspiring endeavor. And it just makes you feel more tired and more overwhelmed. So I know it's very easy to say, get some rest, go do something fun, take a nap in the middle of the day. There are, uh, there's a million times in my life that would not have been possible. And I know for a lot of people, that's the same. So do what you can. And at the very least, give yourself complete permission to not write that day and check in the next day and see how you feel. And whenever you can, 
try to carve out some time for something that's just enjoyable to you. We also don't want to write sometimes because we're so full of ideas for work and life and everything going on. We just haven't had a chance to get any creativity going. So going to a place you like, like a botanical garden or the movies or listening to a podcast, anything that brings you any level of enjoyment can just give your brain a little space. Doesn't mean you'll go and type out a novel the next day, but your energy reserves will start to build up again. And I say this as a person who used to never take breaks. I argued with a therapist about how I couldn't possibly take a day off, (laughs) a whole day off. What an idea. But I have worked very hard to get over this idea and it's only helped me. So you do have to trust a little bit that rest will actually give you the results you want But I know firsthand it's sometimes easier said than done. Now you can do this exercise in the moment as you are setting down to a project or as you're starting to get those feelings of, huh, do I want to work on this right now? Check in with your feelings. If there's any level of excitement, go ahead and give it a try. Push through that little bit of resistance and you'll probably get back to that more fun place. If you have thoughts of just criticism or slight fear, also push through, but gently. Don't make yourself work all day. Don't make yourself write every day. Just set up very small goals and times to work. And as you start doing that, it breaks down some of those critical boundaries and if your main feeling is exhaustion feeling overwhelmed or a complete lack of feeling take a break take a break don't make yourself right that day unless you absolutely have to so i hope that exercise is helpful and lastly i want to say laziness is never the reason the people that Take my classes and listen to my podcasts. None of you are lazy. You are not lazy. You're not lazy. You're not lazy. Try to get in as close to the mic as I could. You're not lazy. It's so easy to make ourselves feel like we're lazy because we're not Stephen King. You're not lazy. You have a life full of things to do. And writing is difficult and vulnerable and scary. So you're just a human being who would sometimes rather just watch what we do in the shadows than sit down to expose your feelings and vulnerabilities in a piece of written work. It's not like you'll never think you're lazy again just because I told you that, but if it helps at all, remember my voice, put it in your head (laughs) when you're feeling too critical that You are not lazy. 
Okay, that's it for today. If you want more freelance writing tips from me, and I also send out open writing jobs every week, you can go to amberpetty.com slash sign up and get my newsletter. I also include things like links to weird 60s dance videos and other fun things, but mostly it's very helpful writing stuff. Be sure to rate and review the podcast and tell a friend. And thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to see what you write.